This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Anyway, Wednesday need to defend this as it's kicked forward. Oh, Odebagio lets it bounce. That's not the right choice. And then he might just bundle his man over. And he has. He's given a penalty away for the challenge on Maguire. Oh. And there's going to be another penalty. Well, that is going to change things, but not for the better. Oh, we just couldn't get it away from those throw-ins. And it's Odebagio again, isn't it? Judon Westwood got his fingertips for the last one. Johnson strikes it, sends Westwood the wrong way. Johnson strikes it, sends Westwood the wrong way. And Preston will take the points from this contest here at Deepdale. Two penalties from Daniel Johnson. Put them into the box seat. Come on to the other side for Harris. To send it back in the air. Oh, it's a penalty now. <laughs> Ati Newell, the big man, sticks it in the big moments right at the end. The ball came to the Cotterman and he plays it into the roof of the net. John was looking for a penalty, not required, nor is a shootout. Wednesday going through to round three. The Wednesday week. The Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. Hello, good evening and welcome. I sound like David Frost when I do that, don't I? Um, Welcome to the Wednesday week. Welcome back. Thanks a lot for joining us. I think uh, this is the most I've done in a number of years consecutively. So, uh, you know, you're all welcome. (laughs) My, My apologies for coming in your ears all right so uh it's thursday night it's a day after what can be known as probably a wet night in uh in rotherham uh for in more ways than one and uh and with me tonight i've back by popular demand uh i've got uh i've got stevie spencer you all right there brother i'm all right mate how are you yeah not so bad not so bad are you all dried out yeah pretty much just about um yeah <laughs> always nice uh, yeah. always nice weather in rotherham isn't it well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, had it not been for that last goal, you'd have probably slept well last night, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, Steve, true or false? Uh, I'm going to go straight into it. True or false? 
Atty Newhue borrows Barry Bannon so that he can park in the parent and child section at Morrison's. I've seen it. It's true. I've seen it. It is true. Well, <laughs> I need a ping noise there, don't I? I need like a <laughs> concierge bell or something like that. <laughs> Welcome back, Steve. Uh, great feedback on uh, on you last week, and I appreciate you joining us. So, uh, right then, uh, on the on the line as well on his uh, on another one backed by popular band demand. It's Mister Ash Rogers. How's it going, brother? You all right? I'm good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me back. Are you? <laughs> how, how, how many uh, now? Am I right in thinking that you ventured to the wrong side of the Pennines last week? Yeah, and I uh, yeah I survived that one just about. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, there with a, a couple of other thousand Wednesdayites for a, a lovely day in the sun. Did uh, did we all descend on Blackpool like you did? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably a lot uh, drowning their sorrows. But yeah, um, yeah, I trekked the the family to a, a lovely weekend in Blackpool, which they well, thanked me for, of course. I tell you what, I, I, Steve, you'll probably remember this as well. Do you remember when Gunner Blackpool was like a treat? Do you remember? Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, 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 the UK version of Hollywood. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you're quiet, I'll take you to Blackpool on Bank Holiday. Well, well watch me be quiet, Dad. Thank you. Eh? I think I think by the look of some of the kids' faces, it was more of a punishment than a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's it what's it like in Blackpool nowadays, Ash? Did you uh, did you get invited to have a look at a cooking book or out like that? Oh, no, it's a shithole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's um, uh, it was blessed with great um, weather. That's all I can say. Yeah, we had a lovely day out and uh, met some famous people. Believe it or not. Wow. 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 Yeah. Who, who, who did you meet? Oh, uh, let me... I, I, I don't want to do a you, Dan, and, uh, and drop the names, but... You Are know, you going to do was, a uh, casual brag? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, one Simon Cowell. He was there having a lovely time uh, with his family. Yeah. And um, Anton Deck, believe it or not. Yeah, together. Yeah. What, all in Blackpool Anton at the Deck. same time? All in Blackpool at the same time, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Where, where, where were you? Uh, Madam Two Swords, Dan. Brilliant. Hey, is it Madam Two Swords? <laughs> <laughs> or is it, is it, is it Louis Two Swords? Because like, it, it's, it's a really notably shit waxworks in Blackpool, isn't it? No, it's, it's, it's full on Madam Two Swords of the North. It's, oh, wow. Um, it, it's proper because the prices are extortionate. That's how you know it's proper. So there's a proper bit of London up there, is there? I like, you know, there I've never, no. aren't they weird though, like waxwork museums? Just like you go, hey, yeah, look, that's a picture. That's, that's me and James Bond, that. Is it? No, it's not real. And then you walk on <laughs> and that's it. That's the entire point. <laughs> like, <laughs> I may, I may, I may treat, treat some of the, the listeners to some photos on Twitter uh, and, uh, and look at the, uh, the excitement in my face to meeting uh, Freddie Mercury. I can, I can see that going viral, mate. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. So, right, let's talk some football. So, uh, Deepdale, uh, a ground in which we don't have a great record at, if I'm honest. I can't remember the last time we won at Deepdale, uh, if we ever have. I mean, th th does anybody know the stats on it? Is it something like a million years since we've won at, uh, away at Preston? I'm pretty sure that's it, isn't it? Um, I mean, Steve, I'll, I'll, come, I'll come to you first. Now, we've, you know... 
we seem to have had a a great a good start, and then we've dwindled, dwindled a bit, and they're against uh, against like Millwall, and then we got and then we kind of won, but we really didn't against Luton. I mean, tell us about Preston, Paul. It's one win in twenty two games, I think it is, isn't it? I think. Uh, the worst thing you can do in, in the, the worst thing in the world that you can do is go on Google on Saturday morning. When was the last time we won at Preston? Or how many wins have we had at Preston? I think it works out <laughs> at one in twenty-two league games going back to the sixties, um, and that was in in League One, wasn't it? So um, it's it's not a happy hunting ground. So you you sort of you're, you're up there on a Saturday, especially after the the game against Luton, and you're thinking, "Crikey, today's a day where we can go and put it right." And then you look at that and you think. Christ, it's going to be one of those afternoons again, isn't it? Um, and I, I wasn't there, to be honest, so, and, and I didn't manage to get there. But um, obviously following it uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, you, you keep abreast of it. And then all of a sudden, Odebadju gives the penalty away. Uh, you look back at it and you're thinking, Christ almighty, what's he doing there? Just defend. Defenders just need to defend <laughs> there, don't they? Um, and I wonder whether, you, has he had a shout? It's, it's just how, you know, basic Sunday league stuff, letting the ball bounce in in and around the edge of the area as a defender. Um, and then yeah. it's just the clumsiest of challenges. Um, and I think I mentioned the last time that I was on, I, I, it's just this sort of thing that makes me think there's something not quite right with him. Um, concedes the first penalty. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, to go and dive in the way that he did in the second half as well was um, it's criminal. Absolutely I think it, I think it, there's a wonderful bit of, on <clears throat> at, the, at the top of the show. I've I've done like a little montage of the uh, of the commentary. Just uh, you know, I'm mixing it up. I've I've got all newfangled and whatnot. And um, <laughs> and, there's, and I've listened to a lot of the commentary over the last day. And there is a a wonderful bit where Rob O'Neill, the ball comes over, and he's halfway through saying. Adebayo is going to get rid of that, and he does it. And he went, and Adebayo, oh, he's let that bounce, and he just seems genuinely disappointed. <laughs> like, like his world's ended. Do you know what I mean? Um, it, had me, Ash, it, it had me arcing back. It had me arcing back to playing school football and having, you know, the teacher or the manager on a Sunday morning just saying, "Just goof it out." You just rose edit anything but a, a little pirouette and then falling over clumsily on the. In, into the back of their fella. <laughs> I still do that on a Sunday. You know that 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 phrase that I think only only kids here in Yorkshire in it where they go, "Don't let it bounce, do you?" Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just ingrained in us that there's like this this area around the goal that if it bounces there, you are in trouble, pal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the one. That's oh. the one. And then and then they go diving in again. Now, Ash uh, Odebaju, not exactly had a uh, come roaring out the traps for me. Well, you know. You've seen more of him than I have. What, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, to me, he's uh, a bit suspect. Um, I mean, we're only what we're we now five games in. Um, he's exactly. I think he's it's his decision making. Like you say, we've just gone through it there with the with the president letting a ball bounce. Everyone knows, and don't. I've never played football really at high level. Sunday. Sunday morning pub football is the best uh, I reach. But <laughs> you, even then, you don't let it be. You get rid of it. Like, it's bounced in around the area. And to me, he's just... It, I don't know what's gone through his head, to be honest. He's, he's made a right hash of it. And he's... Um, yeah, he's, he's pulled the guy... Well, pulled the guy down, pushed him down. Or, but as soon as he li- lifts his hand, he's, if the, defend, the attacker sorry, feels it, he's going to go down, isn't he? So I think I think from from Preston, obviously, uh, Bullen said after the match, you got a young lad who sat in the dressing room. Rightly feels like shit. Um, yeah. Because 
But to me, I mean, I, I, what I've what I've been hearing about him from like Brentford and things is uh, is is not his right back's not his position. Is it not? Uh, no, no. Well, some were saying he was playing on the right wing, um, and you just you just think, what's what's he doing? What is he doing? What's Bull, what's Bullen? I said this I think last week. What's what's his position for him? What what's what's his aim with him? Is is he supposed to be attacking? Is he more because even his attacking? What I've seen of him is it's not that great. So I don't know. The jury's out. The jury's out. It's early in the season, and we know how how things can turn around just by playing a couple of games, um, getting the time under your, under your belt with the guys on the pitch. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not impressed. Shall we say at the minute? At the minute, but, <laughs> hey, don't. Don't shoot me down in the next year or in the next 10, 12 games where he has the blinder. But, um, I mean, so, you know, it, given the choice, Steve, you're, you know, the backup is Liam Palmer, who absolutely divides opinion. Um, I mean, would you, what, what, what would you pick? Ooh, if you're going to play Palmer at right back, you then we open up, and I think we talked about this last week as well. It's, it's it goes back to Morgan Fox, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And Liam Palmer's obviously in, in at left back in front of Morgan Fox, and I think on merit, I think it, the thing with Liam Palmer is he's always going to be a, a six, seven out of ten. He's never going to be a nine out of ten. Yeah. He very rarely lets us down. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he, he generally speaking is above average, but he's not going to. He doesn't get people out of the seats, does he? He's not one of those players that's going to be up and down, you know, week in, week out, sending crosses in that people are going to go and get on the end of. Um, and that that's to, to that's his downfall, I think, with, with those people that are divided uh, on him. He's, he's, he's not that sort of that exciting player, but he's very efficient. So I think there's a place in the starting eleven for Liam Palmer, whether that be on the left or the right. I think if you put him to right back, all you're doing is shifting the problem from the right-back situation to the left. And is that a situation when we're there saying we're going to put Morgan Fox in? Um, do we look at Iolfa? Uh, you know, when Iolfa came in yeah. last season, there was a lot of talk about maybe putting him in at, at centre-half eventually. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit later. But um, I think we're looking pretty steady in the middle uh, of the back four. So, um, not really sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's um, so Ash coming back to the squad. Uh, you know, I think Lee Bullen mentioned that you know there's some fringe players that are going to have to be a bit patient, and I completely understand that. Understand it, no, we've got we've got Bates sat there waiting waiting his turn. Who you know in a couple of days' time, as we'll get to, uh, managed managed to get a run out. Um, like like Jacob Murphy, I like him. I, you know what I mean? I, th- I think he's one of the. Uh, I think he's one of the better players that, that we've signed. I mean, what, what are you, what's your opinions? I'm I'm a bit uh, I'm jury still out for me on him. Obviously, he got off to a cracking start, which always helps against uh, scoring against Barnsley. Um, but I I get a feeling like uh, that he seems like he's got all the he's got the pace. Obviously, we know that he's got the tricks, but. Is is the end product and decisions again? I think some of them, like uh, last night, some of the decisions you were making uh, on the pitch at Rotherham, um, uh, and he was it was it was trying too hard. I think he I think he thought that obviously with Rotherham being a a, a league league one team, it, it would have been a bit easier for him to get the space, time, and the creativity that no doubt he's got uh, against Rotherham. But he just 
he just seemed to not huff and puff, but he was just there was nothing nothing that really shouted at me that I thought, oh, he's had a cracking ten minute spell there, um, which I've seen with Harris on the other side, and we, I think yeah. we're all uh, we all know what Harris is like, what he's what he can offer, and I don't think he's had that. He got the goal, but over the games that oh, preceding games, I don't think he's had that electric 10, 15 minutes where he thought, aye, aye, we're, we're lucky, we've got a good player here. Um, so I think, yeah, Jury's still out for me. Um, but Fair no enough. doubt, like, like he's going to get his chances again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce had himself a, uh, a recruitment team in, didn't he? And they seem to have done all right for us. So uh, Jury's still out on him at the minute. For, for, I still, I think he's got potential to be quality. I think he's going to be one of those players that just has a solid game. Doesn't do anything that sets the world alight. Like um thing you did, who scored against us at Wembley? Was it Diarmi? I, th- I thought he he, he just yeah. kind of just did his job and just absolutely smashed his way through it. Um, but you know, after uh, after after losing at Preston, we all shrug our shoulders like we normally do. We'll get boshed up in flares in Blackpool and uh, and knock it on the head. I don't think anybody, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't think anybody's too upset about it. It always happens. We're used to it. Death, life, taxes. Adam Reach screamer three times a season and getting smashed at Preston. It, you know, it, it it's a thing. The only thing that was different on uh, against Preston was the sunshine. <laughs> it's probably the only time I've been anywhere in Lancashire that it, the sun was red hot and we were all stood under it for an hour and a half. And that's, that's the only thing. That's the only <laughs> thing we brought away from there. Sunburn. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> well, I hope you had your factor fifty on Ash. Although to be fair, <laughs> uh, I've got I've got to bring this up actually. Um, Fletcher's goal. I thought was brilliant. Now, Steve, I'll come to you on this. Steve, Stephen Fletcher is scoring these under the radar, isn't he? That that you know, because if we're losing the game, it always seems to be Stephen Fletcher that scores when we lose. Do you know what I mean? But there's a there's a definite uh, plan there when it comes to forearm smashing it into the back of the net, isn't there? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, he's made a career out of it and he's played at the highest level. I think he's a very, very good player and I think he's very underrated for us, to be honest with you. Um, you know, he leads the line, he, get, he gets people in around him. When we're firing, um, or we're firing, when, he, when you know, he's, he's winning the flick-ons and he's got people running off him um, and he's, he's an absolute pivot going forward. I think he's, he's invaluable to, to us being, playing well and being successful and I think that's to possibly to the detriment of other players, you know. Um, I think one of the big discussion points at the minute is is where Forestieri fits in. Um, yep. Do we play one or two up top? I think with with Fletcher playing down the middle, when it's working and you've got those two wide players in a three um, up front, you know, that's that's when we look most most effective and we look most of a threat. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think he's very underrated. Yeah, I, I, absolutely, absolutely. I think that, that that there's been a change in Stephen Fletcher when he was young and a bit quicker in his in his mid twenties. He used to do that thing that um, Craig Bellamy used to do. You know, they used to absolutely tear down the wing, get to the byline, and cut back. He was absolutely incredible at that. But as he's got older, obviously he knows what his his body's capable of, and those um, those errors he's sticking in the top bins are. Uh, they're exciting, them. I enjoy them. Do you know what I mean? There's always somebody gets in, gets an elbow in there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, he he gets his fair share of lumps as well. You know, he's 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 one of those that knows when the ball's coming up and he's got to go and win that flick on. He's not scared. He'll go and stick himself on the line, and he'll get smashed from behind two, three times a 
you know, a half rather than a game. And, you know, he gets up, he dusts himself off and he gets on with it. And I think it's important, bearing in mind he's getting a little bit older, that we start to look after him a little bit. So, um, but yeah, I, I think he's doing really well. I, I, I yeah, yeah, I, I have to, I've got to say, I've been uh, really impressed with his work rate in a, in a game. Um, like you say, he's, he's coming towards, obviously, his twilight years, um, but he still puts himself about. And I know, Westwood kicking it up long, and he's, he always seems to get there. He's always chasing down. He, he's there. He's oh, first the ball when it's up, and he's knocking it down. Yeah, really, really impressed get, getting around and about everywhere. And like you say, holding it up, bringing other players in, um, which I'm really, really impressed with. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's started quite well to the season, and long may it continue. It's another one of those where. You know, if you're sitting in the stand or you're watching the game, you you love to see players chasing players down, what they do when we haven't got the ball and, you know, when we're out of possession of it. He's one of them. He always looks like he's going to bust the guts to try and put people under pressure at the back. And, you know, that's that's what makes people favourites, isn't it? It's what, it's what get, gets people out of the seats and gets people behind teams and players. Um, and when you've got somebody like that, it's, it's infectious and it, it starts to feed through the rest of the team, which is great. I think, I think you're dead right. I think you're dead right. There's a... Uh... There's a genuine thing to be had from having, you know, somebody exciting to watch to get the crowd behind you. And I, and I agree with you there, Steve, as well, that when it comes to trying to square peg round hole Forestieri, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? It, it makes you think, uh, you know, where does he fit in? But uh, but I'm sure we'll get to that for the next game. Uh, if you've just joined us, I don't know why you would, because it's a podcast, you've probably been listening from the start. But if uh, if you've been scrubbing and you've come to this bit, uh, the Wednesday week, uh, my name's Dan Fudge. Uh, I'm on the line with Steve Spence and Ash Rogers, and we're sponsored by the Riverside Cafe, where uh, you can get yourself, you know, brie and cranberry, you know, a lovely chicken salad, uh, panini. I don't know, uh, they may not do paninis, but I'm sure you can get long bread. And uh, it's on Catch Bar Lane, now open on match days with their new outside area. Uh, right then, so... Speaking of one big guy up front, onto another. Now, it was a cold, wet day in Rotherham. Now, that sounds like the start of my autobiography. But, uh, <laughs> but Ash, did you make the long trip to, uh, to well, I was going to say, to the Tivoli end, but uh, that, that goes back a few years, doesn't it, Ash? Oh, geez, yeah, I've made a few trips to that end and uh, yeah, a couple of trips back from there as well. <laughs> With assistance, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, mate. I made the the massive twelve miles of trip, I believe, to uh, uh, the New York Stadium. Yeah, on uh, last night. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Not. Oh, uh, now there was a lot of um, a lot of changes, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, nine changes, I believe. Um, uh, obviously, fringe players like Bullen said, fringe players are going to get their chance and. And you could tell that right from the off. Um, and the last, what is it now? The last two, 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 three games. The first half uh, of the matches have been awful, and uh, last night was no different. Um, the the guys that played all looked like they'd not played together for a while. Um, they didn't. They didn't. I don't know. They just didn't seem to know where each other was. The only highlight, which I was really impressed with and glad I saw, was uh, Luongo. Uh, he really impressed me. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, No, we haven't seen much of him. An uh, odd uh, substitute appearance. Got a few minutes in the other day. Um, but yeah, he's, he uh, from the press conference on 
on Tuesday. I think we we knew it was going to be starting, and um, yeah, really impressed. Is is passing in the middle of the park, and believe it or not, I've, I'm not a massive uh, Pelly Pessi fan, but them two, they, they they did good. That was the highlight of the start. That and Morgan Fox, I'd uh, got to give him a big shout out, and we all know we all love him, all of us. <laughs> um, and he, he particularly had a good game. Um, but yeah, the uh, centre of the park, it was uh, yeah, long ago. Not no, no I think he's going to be one of those where there's not nothing flash about him. I think we've mentioned obviously the 30, 35 yard balls that Bannon does. Bannon sprays from left left to right. Mm. Uh, none of that. No no killer passes or anything like that. But just solid, the right pass, the right time, always looking, uh, going forward as well, looking forward. Which I mean, we haven't had. For the last few games, it's been a bit pedestrian. Um, but yeah, it was uh, uh, another first half to forget. Rotherham had a couple of good chances, which may be. But um, yeah, it was. It, yeah. Did, did you? I'm, uh, I'm happy we got the win. Steve, did you feel that um, Rotherham set themselves up just to stop a score in order to save some local face? Or, you know, is it one of them where they thought, right, we'll just stick 10 men behind the ball and. Let's open try and nick one. What do you reckon? I think they they, they set up to be difficult to break down. Uh, I think they you know they 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 made life difficult for us in the you know in the first half, and that was probably a contributing factor to it being a little bit of a substandard performance. But they were they were looking to try and, and nick one on the break, weren't they? Um, long balls over the top, giving giving our players uh, our backline something to think about and trying to hit us on the break. They had a couple of opportunities themselves, but it wasn't like they were. I personally felt they didn't set up to go out and play sort of expansive football that they they were going to try and get at us and you know play with a really high tempo that was that was going to worry us. But you know it, it was a game where they would set up to frustrate. I think a little bit. Yeah. Um, and if they could nick one on the break, um, that'd suit them down to the ground. And if they'd have got it, it'd have been, it'd have been a case where they'd have, they'd have parked the bus and put ten behind the ball. I think. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, there was a lot of love online for uh, for Thornley uh, last night, Steve. I mean, would you would you have agreed? Yeah, he's, he's, he he looks steady. I think you know it, it was difficult for for both of the lads that have come in at, in the back. Him and Bates um, barely played any any sort of football for us this season, if any. Um, Bates has obviously had to wait. Um, obviously, they're starting for the first time together last night. It was it, it's one of those where it, it's a bit of a hide into nothing, isn't it? Because if we win the game, yeah, we're expected to win the game, and you know Thornley coming in is expected to do well against League One opposition. Same with Bates. If they don't, you know, you're going to hang him out to dry a little bit. And, you know, he did his little bits. He did the things he had to do. He defended well. Um, and again, it was once they got into the game and settled down, they, they started to look a little bit more comfortable. Um, I like the look of Bates. Um, yeah. Looked a little bit rusty early, earlier on, but I do like the look of Bates. I think he's going to be somebody who's going to give us a couple of headaches um, in terms of who to put in the back line. Um, if Lee's, Bates and uh, Burner are all fit and, and firing. I think that's one to watch, to be honest. I think uh, I think we've kind of, especially in that position as well, even going back as far as two or three, four years ago, we haven't really had competition for places at the uh, the back of the centre-back. Now, there is a... No, no. Yeah, it, it just seems to be, it was always, uh, what was his name, Leuvens and Lees, wasn't it? Yeah? Yeah, um, and you know we've 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 had other players that have gone in there and not necessarily looked the bit. So you know Thornley's Thornley's around, and I think he's he's 
at this point is going to be the backup to those three. And I think it's nice to have that competition. Um, and if we can rotate and blood them in the right way, which is going to be difficult because, you know, that's probably your most important partnership in on, on the pitch, isn't it? You know, you're, you're back to, because that's, that's your foundation. Um, if we can get that right and keep everybody sweet and happy, then, you know, it's it's looking pretty healthy there. Well, you know, if it, Lee Bullen, if you're listening, if you want to extend the depth in the squad, I am available. Play your centre back. Uh, I, I'll go behind Thornley. You know what I mean? I'll, I'm there if you need. I'm, I'm pretty cheap. <laughs> just, just putting it out there. Um, now we'll, I, we'll play for beer. Yeah, yeah. Now with um, with Bates, there is a. Uh, I was actually excited about it because I know that the Scotland manager Steve Clark was going to take a trip to Hanover. Uh, over the uh, at the early part of this season to go and see him to go and uh, you know see if he was uh, if he was worth a shout for his next Scotland squad now I'm going to be up there for the two Scotland games next week and um, I'm actually quite looking forward to it I hope that um, that I, I get to see Fletcher Bannon Bates do you know what I mean I want to see them have a run out however and this is a good segue this Ash one player I probably won't be seeing in a Scotland shirt is Jordan Rhodes now very divisive uh, through a lot of our fan base, especially online. Now, two players that we've been excited about are Rhodes and Sam Winnell's return after he, uh, after we sent him on loan to Derby rather curiously and he started smashing goals in left, right and centre and then smashed his leg up. Um, you know, both got a run out last night, Ash. You know, what were they like? Awful. <laughs> that bad, yeah? End, end of. I don't know. Um, I've been for a long time since um, Blackburn, Huddersfield, when he when he scored, he happened to score lovely four goals at Hillsborough. Uh, I've been a big admirer of Jordan Rhodes. I think he can score goals at this level. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> we've now got we've now got two possible. Well, we have two wingers that are going to attack the line. Are going to get the crosses in that. We all know Rhodes has been dying for for the last couple of years. Yep. We haven't had that before. We've, we've had uh, Matthias, um, we, but we've got that now. And I just, there's just nothing there with him. Last night, he was, he's lost some, I know he's not a big one for pace, like, but he's, he's definitely lost a, a yard. Um, I don't know whether he's not ma- as match fit, as we call it, because he's not had the, the minutes. Um, but I so want it. He just, he just, he, you know, he needs one to bounce off his arse and go in. Yeah. He just needs something. He needs uh, a lucky one where the defender smashes it against his face and it comes off and goes in. Um, he needed to shove Dave out of the way last night, really. He wants to give the bit. Yeah. But he, 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 do you know what I mean? He needs something and he just wasn't there last night. He, there were a couple of crosses. He had a header, a cracking cross by Morgan Fox and header straight at the keeper. Either side of the keeper, and if gone in, would have been celebrating half time one nil. Um, but he's, he's just he's just not the races, really isn't. And I so want him to be. Yeah, I so want it that the the, uh, the big money twelve million pound um, to be worth it, and he's just not there. And and on social media, you, you can you can see you can read uh, everyone's frustrations with him. And I, I can't, obviously, I don't speak for everyone else, but I'm sure there's a, a, a big portion of Wednesdayites want Rose to come good. I think they do. Because he's having the chat. He's, yeah, yeah, I, definitely. Because I, I don't think he's got, he comes across 
I've spoke to him, I've, I've met him, but I mean, he comes across a nice guy. And I think that's what a lot of people have said on social media, is nice. But to get them 10, 15, 20 goals that we're wanting, has he got to be more than nice? Well, I, has he got to be a bit, a bit of a... Yeah, I get that, I get that. On the pitch, but like, that you know, and I'll, I'll, come on, I'll come on to you, Steve. Here. Now, now, Jordan Roach definitely has something. And there's an interesting stat I saw on... Uh, on social media today that was um, Atty Newhew since in 2000, since he signed for us in 2013 or whatever it was, has scored 32 goals. In that time, Jordan Rhodes has scored 103. Now, is it, is it our fault? Are we doing it? Or is it, is, is it just gone the way like those Brazilian players do where they start out good and end up falling to bits uh, when they get to about 26? Do, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what do you think it is? If I knew what it was, I'd be I'd, I'd go and see him myself and tell him because, as Ash has just said, the the guy needs some help. You know, if if there was a night where it was going to happen for him, you'd like to have thought it would have been last night in a cup, uh, a cup game against a League One opposition. You know, it's it, it was set up for him to to go in there and, as we said, hopefully get one that will bounce off his rear end or bounce off his back. Go, you know, keeper clears it and smashes him in the face and goes over. Over the over the goal line, and he gets one just to get the ball rolling. But we've been waiting for that for for so long. Mm. Um, I thought I'd, I'd seen him pre-season. I, I watched him against Espanyol, and I thought he looked pretty hungry. Um, I've not seen anything over the last sort of few few games that I've seen him play that has you it know kinda, that's backed that up. He kind of gave um, us a false hope, didn't he, in pre-season? Because I thought, oh, we might have a new player here. Do you know what I mean? It might be. Yeah, come come back from he's come back from Norwich. He looks the part. He looks yeah. he, he looks like he's going to be sharp. I think the whole squad looks sharp pre-season. Um, so, you know, you can say what you want about Bruce. He, he's clearly Adam running. He's clearly mm. Adam fit before he's disappeared. And you know, Bullen has, has obviously been part of that and taken it on. Um, but I think you know he's he's, he's been pretty astute as as Lee Bullen in in terms of the players that he's put in. And he's I, I think if he'd a if he'd, if he'd have fancied him, he'd have, he'd have put him in, you know, previously, maybe give him more of a run mm. earlier on in the season. But um, it's it, it's just not happening. And I don't know, I don't know what the next step is because um, is it is it a case of, you know, just riding it out until January and seeing if we can offload him again, get, get it off the budget? Um, or do we, you know, do we do we persevere and see if it's going to going to come good? Um, personally and speaking, if it's going to come good, what's it going to take? Well, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think personally speaking, it, it, you know, it's took too it, long now. I think he's had long enough, don't you think? I was just going to say, we, a lot of a, a lot of the talk was around, you know, the potential that Lucas Jow had. Yeah, uh, he's had a lot of potential, but it's got to a point where he's now twenty, what twenty five, twenty six. So let's cut our losses with Jow. We've moved him on for seven million. Um, because he's he's flattered to deceive for so long, but Rhodes is probably flattered to deceive for just as long, if not longer, in the same sort of the same sort of way. Um, so w- why is it all right to say right, we're going to cut our losses with Jao and we're going to keep persevering with Rhodes? I think uh, I think the the answer. Well, I don't don't know the answer, but with Rhodes, he has got history. I think everyone knows that he is a. Potential. I'm saying that word again, but we know 2025 20, goal a season championship striker. It's just how is it like Dan's just uh, is it the way Sheffield Wednesday are setting up? Is it the, the formation, the way we play? Because no, I, I know they always say form is temporary, class is permanent. But I do, I do believe he's a class striker. It's just. <laughs> 
where it's the money. I think it's it's face as well with yes, we've spent twelve million around about on a striker and he's he's not scoring. Well plenty of championship teams have done that. They've spent twelve, fifteen million on a on a striker and it's not come good. And like you say, Steve, do do you reckon that it should be this season is is it? Um January, if he gets the if he gets the game time between now and January and he still hasn't notched up six, seven, eight goals, do you think we should like say ship him out for six months till the end of the season then with a alone with a option? Well that's to how buy? we got him in it. That's that that's but the problem with Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Steve. The the problem with that is we're, we're, who he's he's only gonna play if Fletcher doesn't at the moment. Yeah. And Fletcher's scoring and is goals. Is he the second choice striker behind Fletcher? Fletcher's scoring goals, he's looking busy, he's everything that we want we possibly want Rhodes to be, but it's it's just not quite there, is it? So do we say, right, Fletcher out and we put Rhodes in? It's not the right move, is it, at the moment? So where are those games and where is that, that, that game time going to come from for him? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure this will probably rumble on like it has done for, you know, I'm, I'll not lie, I'm sick of talking about him because it just doesn't seem to be anything happening. Do you know what I mean? It just seems to be the same player that we got back all those years ago that's not put the ball in the back of the bloody net as much as we'd like him to. But uh, but anyway, again, death, life, taxes, Atty New, or Sheffield Wednesday scoring a absolute Death, death, last gas winner against the Millers. I mean, it's been happening for how many years now? I mean, it, it, I think it started with Kieran Lee getting the one in the 100th minute or something, didn't it? Um, I mean, Ash, come on, man. Did you take your boy to that game? I bet he thought that was outstanding, didn't he? Or did you, did you sneak out to try and get the car? Yes, mate. There were more limbs than Madden Two Swords, I tell you. <laughs> oh, it, it was, it was, it, it, it was immense. Um, the uh, my lad, bless him, loves Big Dave. He he thinks he's he's the bee's knees. He's plays him on FIFA, all that. He's he's that is one of insane. I love that. I've just realised yeah. because, like, bear in mind, Ash. There's a group of people that like Atinuru. Like we used to love David Erse back in the day. And then if you think of like a middle range generation, there are people out there that love Stephen McLean, like we love David Erst back in the day. He's absolutely mental to me. Why? I have not got a clue. I do not know. For one, one, he's got about 26 pace on FIFA, and I think that's being generous to the But... He's, he is. I I do genuinely believe, like you just say, that in 15, 20 years he will be a cult figure. Absolutely, we will have we will have a scarf above a bar in Sheffield with Euro <laughs> on it, and there's going to be some like late thirty year old, forty year old blokes going out for a drink and going, "Oh, I remember him. Oh, can I have that? Can I have that? That's, uh, <laughs> that's I'll, I'll get. I'll give you hundred euros for it." You know, that's that sort of thing. I believe he he will be like that. And there's people that hate him. There's people he's there for a job. Every player has got a job. And I believe that New's job is to make himself a bit of an arse on the game and stick it in when we are ninety seventh minute <laughs> scratching our bums, waiting for penalties. I mean, it, it's but, it's truly yeah. one of the worst goals I've ever seen as well. In fact, he scored a second worst goal. Do you remember that one against Watford where he stopped him getting promoted? 
And uh, it was meant to be this silky side volley. And he ended up just mis-kicking it into the floor and it bounced into the top bins. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody Absolutely. dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> now, but but we go. On. But sorry, Dan. We we'll go. We just said about Jordan Rhodes as well. But if if you obviously watch watch the highlights of, of the goal, he wanted it. He wanted yeah, to get there. Absolutely. If 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 it was it was it was there. Whereas we've said we we Rhodes and uh, on social media today, we have seen some comments and 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 people saying about Jordan Rhodes celebrate or non celebrating the uh, the goal. Uh, he did. If you watch the video, he does go up and say, "Oh, well done, Dave." Um, I, I'm not even going to do his uh, an impression, of him, but, <laughs> but he wanted. It was. It was there. He wanted it. He got it. Whereas, that's what we were like. Yeah. Is is he's not the greatest striker by no means. He's not got the finishing of uh, of the greatest striker or anything. But you can see when he plays, he does want to play. He's yeah. there. He holds the ball up. He shakes defenders off. He even turns defenders. Now he's got the turning circle of the bloody Arctic, but he still manages to Richard Wood, which is, <laughs> well, I think I, I would be able to, but he's there. And that's what I like. And I think that's why people like him. Yeah, He's not the prettiest. He's not the most skillful. He's not graceful, but he's there. He tries. He scores important goals. And that's what people love about him, I think. Now, uh, that was so, something of interesting you've said there, Ash, and I'm going to stitch you up here, Steve, because I've not put this in the notes before we started recording. Um, th- there is a thing <laughs> I've noticed with uh, with New Hugh, and it's the um, or Nahui, as commentators seem to like to call him. <laughs> that you know, it, it, the the Nahui thing always reminds me that someone's made notes with joined up writing, and if you put a U and an I next to it, you know, it's it's it or miss which way it's going to be. It could be anything. It, it always yeah. reminds me of. Yeah, it could be out. It just reminds me of when the Sheffield Wednesday fans used to call Miguel Yera Liera because they thought the lowercase I, the lowercase L was an I. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Liera. Yeah. Oh, you, you <laughs> fucked it. You, you just ruined the Spanish language in one fell swoop there. But I've got this thing, like, with Newhue, when he scores, especially when he gets a late one and an important one, he tends to want to go and go... Ah, at the crowd, at our fans. Have you noticed this? You know what I mean? This kind yeah. of wants to run up, doesn't he? Have you, have you seen it? I mean, he kind of did it last night, didn't he? He did. Um, you know, and I haven't got a problem with that, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, I'm all for a, a lad who will go and celebrate in front of the crowd and give it some. Um, I can't comment on what he, what he's trying to do when he's when, when he's running up to the crowd, but I'll tell you something, absolute scenes in the in the stand afterwards and after, after the goal. And, you know, everybody gets around him as well. He's clearly very popular in the changing yeah. room. You know, you've seen that on uh, other people, other players' social media. They're always yeah. tagging him in. They're always in and around him. They made a deal of his birthday before. And I think we, we're talking about the goal that he scored last night. He, let's not forget, he had a hell of an impact on, on Saturday as well when he came on. Um, and I've got a couple of mates. I'll, I'll stitch myself up here. I am not a new who fan by any shape. You know, and I'm, I'm not one of those. And I'll sit and I'll say, if we're going to, if, if listen, listen, for me personally, if we're going to get up and out of this, out of the league, we're going to be challenging at the top of the table. It, it, it doesn't fit that profile, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, because you know, I'm, I'll eat humble pie. I'll, I'll, I'll go back on my words. I cannot deny. Whenever he comes on at the moment, he seems to have an impact. He changes the game. He's, he's a walking, talking plan B at the minute, and I, I haven't got a problem with that. 
Fair enough. Yeah, no doubt, Steve. If uh, when 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 we do get promoted, we'll probably be one of the first out of the door. <laughs> um, but like you, <laughs> like you've just said, though, he he is a a big, big, big plan B, and it was very going back to the Preston game once again. Change change the game, That's and uh, and it, yeah, no. Funny saying that, isn't it? It's like, just nuts, man. I, t- I, t- I tell you day, what but... it reminds me of. Now, Steve, uh, I'm going to tell you a small anecdote here. There was um, there's a time Ash and I used to play for the same pub on a Sunday, and right. um, and we, you know, Ash and I are what you'd call a big stag. Do you know what I mean? You know, I'm <laughs> I'm really tall, and uh, and Ash is, you know, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ash is a big lad at all. And, uh, oh, not, 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 Ju- not Julian Byrne a big lad either. <laughs> and, and the gaffer, didn't he? Right, me and Ash were on the bench because we're not blessed with pace, the pair of us. And me and Ash were on the bench and the gaffer uttered these words. Did he? Did he? He went, fudge, Ash. Yep. Get them tops off. You're both going up front. Now, this doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> they, they were just going to chuck us on just to literally flail some elbows around and lump it up to us. That was going to be the plan. And um, uh, we looked, well, we looked at each other and thought, God, this is it. You know what I mean? This is it. We're going to get promoted. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to hire my own rooftop bus just for me on it and drive around Lawton. Do you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> literally, just as we took our tops off, somebody's gone over the top of the ball and literally broke our captain's leg. And, uh, and I was that excited. I'm going, just carry him off. He'll be all right. Just walk it off. Like, you know, he, 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 he's gone through his shin pad. And I went, ah, just carry him. We can't, we can't cancel game, lads. We can't. We've got to play on like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just, Love it. And I felt, <laughs> yeah, and I felt that, like talking about Atty Newey like that, like that plan B. That was me and you going up front, Ash. Yeah. It was like, you should have seen the dejective looks on Peter Crouch and John Parkin's face. <laughs> That's who we were. <laughs> Hey, both prolific strikers in their in their in their own right, Ash. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, it's it's ninety seventh minute. We've once again got got a late one against Rotherham. And uh, do you know what? Normally, we we as fans write off uh, this this rival with with Rotherham. And I think over the last four or five years, the way we've absolutely stifled them in the last five minutes, I think we can we can let them have it. You know what I mean? If they want to rival with us, they, they, they can have it. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I think we've earned it. We've earned them hating us. You know, Rodham fans coming back to us going, oh, obsessed, it's your cup final. Oh, Tim Pot's that. Yeah, grow, grow up. Do you know what I mean? It's as, it's, it, it's as crap a banter as when us and Sheffield United call each other the pigs. I mean, c- could we not have come up with a different yeah. name? Do you know what I mean? I hope you're, you're, you're red and white. You look like bacon. You're a pig. I hope you wear blue and white stripes like a bacon, like a butcher. You're a pig. Banter, lads. Well done. Absolutely decent. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was the it was the social media when uh, when obviously we um, we sold out the tickets uh, within twenty four hours or whatever it was, and there was the the comments of. Oh, it must be their cup final. We've sold all. We've sold out. <laughs> we've sold out. They've sold all the tickets. Oh, it's their cup final. Yeah. The fact that we could have probably sold another two thousand or whatever it was, and that was the only allocation they gave us. It, it was. It yeah, was. Bless um, and then the 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 <laughs> the, um, the the bit of a laughable attendance of uh, I think it was something like eight thousand six hundred seventy nine. Wow. I don't think I know. I've got it in front of me. Um, and two, over two and a half thousand of Wednesday, 
Um, yeah, it was it was a bit poor to be honest. I thought they would have they would have sold a few more. For, yeah, surely you're chucking out ten pound a ticket. Local derby. Yeah, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you chucking out ten pound a ticket? Fill it up with kids, yeah. you know that type of thing, wouldn't you? Definitely. Uh, I, 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 I was going to make a joke there, but I won't. But um, well, you would have thought. But apparently, some on social media, the tickets for the the home was were were quite ex- what they thought quite expensive because it was who they were playing. Oh. Um, and when we paid, well, adult for us were twenty three quid, which first second round league cup game I thought was a bit extortionate. But yeah, you're going to pay, aren't you, for that for that last ten seconds of unbridled <laughs> joy from Big Dave? <laughs> paid it twice. After. Go on, Steve. What, what were you going to? <laughs> no, it's just just the point around you know getting the ground filled. Um, if 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 they'd knock the price down a little bit, I think it would have made a bit of a difference in terms of the atmosphere there last night. You know. Um, yeah. And you've seen what happens in these cup games where, you know, the stadiums are full, the ground's full, and you've got a, a team of, and you have to say it's lower league, it's league one, league two. Um, they're, they're, they're behind, their, the, the supporters are behind their team. It make, it does make a difference. Um, and I've seen one or two games last night and the night before, I think, where you can see that that atmosphere, is, it, it's made it, there was a hell of an atmosphere at, at, at Lincoln looking at it last night. Um, well, that so, was it. You know, I was going to use that as a, uh, as a segue because Lincoln were, I was going to say unlucky to lose against Everton. I don't know if they were unlucky because, I mean, but I mean the goal that, uh, I can't remember who scored it, just the, the one that top bins that they got, I think, to, that drew it up at two all, was absolutely incredible. And, yeah, and uh, Andrade, and, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, Bruno Andrade. Yeah. That's the yeah, one, yeah. is it? And, um, and Lincoln yeah. scored after twenty Smashed seconds. It. I thought it was, you know, that that had, that has a potential of a large banana skin because, like you say, of the um, of the atmosphere that was there. But yeah, so on to Everton. Everton in the next round, a, a decent FA Cup tie. To be fair, and, and to be fair, the fans have been quite complimentary of it because every time you see a cup draw now. You go, oh, bloody old crap fixture, crap fixture, because, well, we like morning and we're from Yorkshire. But, you know, we've been quite <laughs> nice about it. It's a, pro- it's a proper cup tie, biggish team, decent following, should be a good night, Steve, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, it's, it, it, it harks back to the Arsenal game in 2015, doesn't it, where you get a premiership team down um, under the lights. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's an outside chance it'll get picked for the, for the TV. I'm not saying it will or it won't, but it's, it's, it's got that sort of feel around it, hasn't it? Um, I'm mm. old enough to remember the uh, the FA Cup replays in the mid '80s, where we seemed to play Everton on, you know, replay, second replay, third replay. We didn't. <laughs> I think we had, we had a season against them once, where it was just we we, we couldn't get past them and vice versa. Um, so I'm old enough to have memories of, of, of those sorts of games. Um, I think it's a it's yeah. a decent tie for us. You know, it's it's one of those where you know you can go in there and whatever side we put out and hopefully we'll put a decent side out um, taking everything into consideration with a, a league campaign as well um, it's not one way you're sitting there and you're thinking right we're, we're in for a hiding here it's it's something that we can potentially go in there and, and, and get something out of the game and, and, and look and be competitive so very much looking forward to it What about you Ash? I mean surely you're looking forward to the game Do you know it's, it's a solid question do Sheffield Wednesday need a cup run because I, I am bored of the championship man i'm bored of the fact that sheffield united have been in the premier league twice since we've been relegated i'm, I'm absolutely sick to the back teeth of being in this league now i'm sick of people telling me it's the better league i'm sick to death of people telling me that you know it's more competitive ergo it's better no i'm sick to death of being loaded and we're not able to spend it imagine what damage we can do in the premier league when we've got a blank checkbook i mean what about you do we need a cup run ash 
Uh, I, I think it's uh, probably, obviously, the lowest uh, priority for for us, uh, especially the League Cup as well. But I'm always up for a League Cup run or FA Cup yeah. run. Always. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do. Well, just think, win, winning, breeds winning. I believe so. You have a you like so. All right then, whatever. We we'd all love five nil last night, but we got a scrappy, lucky if you call it one nil win. Goes on to Saturday, play QPR. But then you've got Everton. Now it's a bit of a precursor of where we want to be. Yeah. We want to be playing Everton every every season. So yes, seventy five percent of this squad, if we get promoted, would probably either be shipped out or be fringe players. But it gives you an idea of where we're at now against the bigger boys. <laughs> like you say, you're, you're, sick of, you're sick of Chef United, which we all are. Everyone in blue and white is sick of Chef United. Um, but I think with a cup run, yes, they're going to be playing fringe players themselves. They're going to be playing people coming back from injury, young lads. But they're going to bring quite a few thousand, I believe, if... If and we will have, um, I believe it'll be the Wednesday night. I think United are going to be playing Tuesday. Um, it's not a million miles away, Everton. It's they'll bring a few, and if we get the pricing structure like we just talked about earlier, right? Yes, we, we'll have a few. Th- we'll have a few thousand there. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm up for it. I, I agree with you. I'd rather have. We've that. got a big, a big stadium that when it's a cold Tuesday night with the blue seats can look really cold. If, you, if you're listening, Mr. Chance here, because I know you're, you're an avid Dan Fudge fan. If you're listening, um, you know, tenner, just a tenner a ticket. Get, you know, send, send some free tickets out to some schools. Let's, let's get it filled up because, you know, when, when Hillsborough's banging, it's banging. Like, you know, we definitely had an extra man on the pitch that day we smashed Arsenal at Hillsborough. It was absolutely incredible. And I have never woken up yeah. with so much dark fruits in a, in a, in a football <laughs> I don't drink that from, unless it's unless it's football. It's just got that stigma around it, hasn't it? But for some reason, you know, I went to I went to Dublin well, on Tuesday night, and they do Bulmer's dark fruits. It's not the same. <laughs> don't you think? Don't you think though? It's it, it'd be classed as um, a type of investment. So if you say you've got you're taking adults for a tenner, kids for a fiver, you're going to get. Even though, yes, schools are back, it's always a bit of a thing with the kids in schools and it's going to be a late finish. But think of the kids, obviously, who were there at the Arsenal game. What that, that environment, that stadium, like you say, under the lights with late 20,000 and 30,000 max, I think, I believe, with the, with the thing that's going on with the North yeah. Stand. Um, just imagine that. And that'll breathe. That would... Would set to a little kid a good school the next day. Oh, either a cracking night. Um, obviously, if we win, when we win, should I say? A bit of a pessimist there. But when we win, and it, it's they're going to think, oh, really, I want to go back, Dad. I want to go back there. And they get that. They get the. I want that atmosphere. I liked it. I walked out of the steps, <laughs> looked to Hillsborough on a night for the first time. I think we've all we might have seen the the video on uh, social media. The little boy, yeah. thank you, Goodison. Uh, I think BBC retweeted it, and his face—that's what you want. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what's wants. weird. That one, that one that's on the All Wednesday video. That kid that comes out on the stand and absolutely gasps at what he sees. Yeah, I feel yeah. sorry for him. We've all gone yeah. for that moment, haven't we? And we know it's just absolute <laughs> bloody hell, right from here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's that. 
That's what he wants. Yeah. That's what sure. That's what Chancellor sure, wants. wants. That's what everyone new recruits. Wants. That that's what we're after. Yeah. But listen, we're, we're pushed for time, so um, we're going. This is probably going to be going on for the next four or five weeks. So it, this is going to be called the bolometer. Yeah. Now, what I'm going to do, you guys are going to give us a mark out of 10 of Lee Bullen's prospects for the job in the hot seat. Yeah. So, for example, after game one and then game two, two wins under our belts, prospects up to eight. After the Luton game, playing crap and winning and then getting, you know, getting beat by Millwall, prospects four. So, after a scrappy win against Rotherham in the League Cup, we, you know, what, I think it's QPR up next, isn't it, after the, after the break? So, Steve, I'll come to you first. What's yep. your number on the bolometer? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a six. six. I'm going to go with a six. Six, six because well, I, I, I think we're, we're no further on in knowing uh, who who they're thinking is going to be the person that comes in. There's nothing that's been said from the club. Um, six, because he's probably going to get it by default. Um, I don't think um, there's, there's anybody else around at the moment that seems to be, you know, seriously being associated with it. So, you know, he's going to yeah. get it, whether or not he, he, he deserves it or not at the moment. I think Saturday is an absolute critical game. Um, if, he, if, he, if he loses Saturday, then there is, that number's going to come right now. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Ash, what, what, what about you? What's your bolometer number? I'm going to go. Big that. that was a big I one. Think it, uh, it was. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a question that I'm going to split 50-50 with everybody, but I think I'm going to give him a four. Oh, we've, got, we've gone the other side, have we? I think I'm going Yeah, yeah. I've, I've given him a four. Obviously, if, uh, if we'd have started this season with a different manager... Would we be happier? I believe we would be. I think uh, if we'd have got um, the points that we've got, I mean, I, I start the season with uh, he who shall not be named uh, as manager. I looked at the first six games and I thought, wow, 18 points. That That's easily 18 points winnable. Uh, obviously, we haven't got that. Um, but I, I think there is that. This is not any in the know or anything. I know jack shit, but I believe there is something going on behind the scenes. I think that Chan series taking his time. Well, there was a really it could do with videoing him in a restaurant, wasn't? It? Did you see that? He was he was in a restaurant having oh, yeah. dinner with somebody <laughs> where and, and everybody's losing the bloody mind videoing the poor geezer because they give him a window. Like <laughs> he had he had, a, he had a Spanish flag on his T-shirt yeah. or something, didn't he? Christ Almighty! You know, oh, would you? Would you just have to, big up to big up to We we'll just have to wait like we normally do. We we'll just have to wait like we normally do, and just wait for uh, his son on Instagram to tell us who we're signing. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> that's all we need to do. It, it it is that Dan. It is, but I think everyone's a bit. Uh, I think uh, uh, your mate Dom uh, Housen's put a, a thing out to the, this afternoon about there's just it's time to make a decision either way yeah. i think uh, no news is not always good news yeah. uh, there doesn't seem to be a even from bullen his, his post it, basically he he speaks i feel he's speaking like it's one day at yeah. a time uh, and i know every manager should be like that because anything could happen we we've been we've been in that situation we don't know what's going to happen but i think if uh, if mr chancery was 
really, really struggling. I think he would have uh, he'd have named him by Bullen by now. I think. Fair enough. Um, so I, th- I do think I think there's something in there, and, and they're working on it. But so the uh, the average score with your four and Steve so. six. I mean, I hope <laughs> you pair don't get any splinters in your ass sat on that fence, dear lads. Like, do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. That's an hour. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks a lot to the Riverside Cafe for making this show possible. Um, now, Vic and James are coming back. Uh, you know, I think they've just wanted a bit of time off. And um, and Steve, on the socials, how do we get hold of you, brother? Uh, you can get hold of me on Twitter at Spendog. That's S P E N D O W G. M O U S E. And uh, Ash, what about yourself? Once <laughs> uh, <once> did anybody have that Disney karaoke video as a kid? Every time I hear somebody spell something out, I always go M O U S E. Mickey Mouse. Uh, Ash. <laughs> Ash. <laughs> get, get, get me out of this hole. Tell yes. me, tell me some words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can catch me uh, at Rogers Ash on on the Twitteridge. Um, but just just your point there, Danny. You were saying James and Vic are coming yep. back. Does that mean like me and Steve have like we're this surplus substitute surplus ineffective substitute? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you. Yeah. Wait, wait, are we like roads and new who? Are we roads and wind? <laughs> right. it's, it's been a pleasure thank you very much quick quick <laughs> when, uh, when, when Vic and James come back I'm going to do a full Steve Bruce I'm going, I'm going to go back to the field we put Beastie out to go and pasteurise in alright listen <laughs> thanks a lot for joining us this evening and uh, if you're listening to this before, uh, before the game up the Wendy and uh, well we'll see you real soon Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWCast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.